Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Only those who wish to listen may do so. That's a thinker. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. What is your sense of uh, Roger's participation in the spring? He's here, he's present, and when I say present, I mean he's fully engaged, and uh, it's really cool just to watch him uh, operate from play to play and in the way he works. Earlier on the show, Chargers General Manager Tom Telesco. Still to come, Falcons General Manager Terry Fontenot, NBA on TNT analyst Kenny the Jet Smith. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. We just chatted with Tom Telesco, the general manager of the Los Angeles Chargers. In just a matter of seconds, I'll be saying hello to the general manager of the Atlanta Falcons, Terry Fontenot. And then hour three, Kenny the Jet Smith will be joining us from the uh, great city of Atlanta, uh, where he will be getting set to... Uh, head inside the NBA studios once again for not one but two game fives tonight that are pivotal, as we like to call them. They're either decisive as the Lakers at Warriors and Heat at Knicks maybe later on this week, but tonight's games are pivotal because this series pivots on it. Somebody's going to go up three games to two, and whoever does that has an 80% chance of winning their series. We'll talk about that with Kenny the Jet Smith, who's got a new book out. Um, on his life. That's coming up. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. Chris Brockman and Mike Del Tufo in their spots. TJ Jefferson in his spot. Give us a call if you want this hour. We've got some time for you. But joining us right now on our guest line is the general manager of the Atlanta Falcons, Terry Fontenot. How are you doing, Terry? Um, Rich, I'm great. Uh, Always appreciate you having me. Look, Mm -hmm. speaking of Jet, Mm -hmm. um, I I watched your run this year. Yes, sir. And it's First of all, it's really cool what you do for St. Jude and Thank all you. the money you raise. And, Thank you. And with um, the kids that were on the video, that, that really inspiring. And so it's really awesome Thanks. what you do. Appreciate that. Now, but, um, but, as we get to the 40, yeah, there's yes. a but, man. Yeah, yeah. You, there you're, is. You're getting slower. I know. Right? Yep. Because you were, a couple of years ago, you were sub six. Mm-hmm. And I don't know I don't know if you have a running coach, but your form, it, it's there's no gait. It's like you're real tight in the hips and uh-huh. you don't really open up. So, um what are we doing to get better, man? Well, great question, Terry. Let me take this one at a time. Um, first of all, thank <laughs> you about the fundraising. Secondly, um, you seem like a very smart, with it individual. Um, so, do you think I've got a running coach, Terry? I, you definitely have a run. You have to have a running coach. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let me write that down. Um, no, I do not. Um, and what am I going to do to get better? Um, <laughs> So you don't prepare, you just show up and, and run? Uh yeah. 
That's what I do. You sound, by the way, you sound like my wife right now, okay? <laughs> That's literally what my, my, she's constantly, Susie's constantly saying, you got to train, you got to do this, you got to do that. Yeah. Next year is my 20th run, my 20th. I'm going to, uh, trust me, next year you're going to see me shooting up your draft board next let's, year. Let's get you Let's get you a running coach. Let's okay. get you in some yoga, some flexibility. Okay. Open up that gate. Let, let, let's, let's try to improve. Let, let's get your best time this year. How about that? I like it. You're very – you know what needs to be done? Just get Arthur Smith on my case. He strikes me <laughs> as like somebody who's got some stick-to-itiveness. You know what I mean? I'm going to do that. He, he, he'll get after you. He'll get you going. You know, I, I kind of felt like Peter Skoronsky sometimes in my interviews with him. I feel like I'm boring him, Terry. <laughs> you know? You're never boring, man. Okay. You, you never, I, I listen to a lot of your shows. You're never boring. <laughs> you, you, when Arthur comes on, he's, you know, he kind of, he's get those zingers in there every now and then on me. Yeah, he gets after you. He does get after me. Uh, let's jump in about your draft. Um, I love B. John Robinson. I, I I thought you should take him. I'm glad that you did. Walk me through your process on taking a running back in this day and age in the top 10 of an NFL draft. Terry Fonda, yep, please. Yep. And, and really the way we look at it, Rich, is when you're um, – we can have these, these rules or people can have these rules that you don't take a – a running back at a certain point or a guard at a certain point. You have to take a premium position. But what we say is, tell me the player um, and, and who's the who's the particular running back that's sitting there. And when it's a guy like Bijan Robinson, who we don't even put in a, in, in a running back box when we talk about positionless football, and he's an impact offensive player. And wherever he is, um, wherever you get him the ball, he, he's, a, he's a playmaker, he's a touchdown maker, he's a home run hitter. Um, and he's got the makeup. He's a better person than he is a player, so we know he's going to reach his ceiling. So um, we believe he is one of the better players in the draft, one of the better people in the draft. So we're really excited to pull that card off the board. Now, when when did when did you decide this? When 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 was this sealed? Like, hey, if Bijan's there, we're taking him. When did that happen? Well, well what happens is is you go through it, and there's seven variables in front of us, and this was a more unpredictable draft than mm-hmm. than I can remember. In that in that top ten, so we really didn't know if who was going to be there, who we we're going to be staring at. So what we have to do is we have to stack eight players and go through it. And the questions we ask ourselves is, are when we stack the players, is okay um, if these three players are there, if these four players are there, how do we stack them? And so that's what we did. And once we got to our pick, he was the top guy for us, and, and we're excited to take him. And uh, the off the field demeanor as well for him. How, how does that factor into your equation? Man, unbelievable! Like have you have you met him? I have. Uh, we've had him on the show, and he's a delight. And I've heard nothing yeah. but just great things about him. Quite frankly, yes, and and that's so important because our, our goal here is you know my job description, Arthur Smith's job description is to is to win championships and and to have sustained success. In order to do that, you have to have championship character. We have to have the right kind of players and the right kind of people. And so um, we're really excited about a lot of players on our offense as we go through it with Drake London and Kyle Pitts and Tyler Algier and CP and John Newen. We can keep going through it. We have a lot of players who are really excited about it. But the, the thing we love about our team is they're unselfish. And it's the only stat that matters is wins. It's not about who gets the ball the most or who gets the most yards or who has the most touchdowns on this particular day. It's all about winning. So it is. The, the, the character – is always going to be paramount when we're making any type of player decision. You look at the theme of our offseason, look at the free agents that we signed, and then as we get into the draft, it's 
we're always going to – when we're making a decision on a player, character is going to be the most important thing. And so he is. He's a, he's a hell of a player, but he's also an unbelievable person. Well, you mentioned, Terry, about this draft being so unpredictable, one of the most unpredictable in recent memory. And, uh, you know, as somebody who's hosted this thing for, for a while, I'd agree with you on that front. Um, one of the most unpredictable aspects about the draft that, that came out in the wash was uh, two running backs chosen in the top 12 like, yep. like it's a totally different century. So I just had Tom Telesco on the phone, your colleague in Los Angeles, who's got uh, one of the top touchdown makers this league has seen in the last couple of years, wanting a new contract at the position, and, and he, he, he has yet to receive that from the Chargers. You've now chosen one of the draft choices uh, in the top 12 on a running back. Have, are, are we seeing, like, walk me through the, the way the running back position, you think, in this league is being evaluated right now. It, it just depends on it depends on that that team, Rich. You, you know, it, it depends on the most important thing is for the players that you draft, the players that you acquire. Whether you're talking about free agency or the draft, mm-hmm. you have to have conviction on the players you're taking, and you have to have a clear vision for how you're going to utilize them. And so, when we're together again, you know, Arthur Smith and um, the type of person he is, and, mm-hmm. and and how he sees the game. And so, we have a lot of smart people in this building. And when we sit down and go through it, we determine, okay, what's the vision for this player, whoever it is? What's the vision? How are they going to be utilized? And how are they going to fit into what we do? So that's why you have – you go, go through everyone's draft board, everybody's draft board. You have 32 different draft boards because that team is going to take the best player for them. So when we discuss it, again, we don't put, put him in a running back box. We discuss him. Uh, no different than Drake. We didn't take Drake because he was the best available receiver. We took him because he was the best player for us, and we had a clear vision of how we we're going to use him, much like Cal Pitts a year ago. We're taking players. We're not thinking about position. We're thinking about the impact they're going to have for us, and we have a clear vision in how we're going to utilize them. Terry Fontenot, general manager, Atlanta Falcons, here on the Rich Eisen Show. Another way to help out uh, a quarterback who's kind of new to the starting role, as yours is in Desmond Ritter, get him a run game, get him protected. And again, you used your your second round choice on the offensive tackle, Matthew Bergeron out of Syracuse. Uh, but you also get him a tight end, and you already have one of those. And what a decision that was to take Pitts where you've taken him. And you took a tight end, you know, top four, and now you're taking a running back top eight. And a quarterback in the second round, you're given a shot here, um, is this walk me through your decision making on these being your your some of your tentpole guys and your expectation level here for the offense in year two for Desmond Ritter, Terry? Yeah, well, when it comes, we do believe that hey, you build a, a team front to back, inside out, so you have to invest in the front, and that's always going to be the, the the most important thing. We are going to invest in the front, and so we're talking about um, players that we drafted in the top ten over the last three years, but we've also made major investments up front. You talk about a couple of years ago, um, extending our left tackle, Jake Matthews, and then extending Grady Jarrett, um, our defensive tackle, a year ago. And this year, to be able to make Chris Lindstrom the highest-paid guard in the league and to be able to extend Caleb. And and the investments we made with um, as we go through our defensive line with Calais Campbell, Bud Dupree, David Onyemata, um, bringing back Lorenzo Carter. So, we, we believe that the most important thing is, is the front. We have to invest, whether it's draft capital, whether it's free agents. We need to invest because we believe the way you're going to really win games and have sustained success is establishing the line of scrimmage. We, we want to have 
tough, violent, physical fronts, and, and we believe we believe in the identity that we have. Um, and so we want to continue to add to that. But that being said, yes, when you can add offensive weapons um, that, that that can help out, because we believe in our team. We believe in Desmond because of the person he is, the leader he is, the way he works. We believe he's going to he's going to get the most of his ability because of the person he is and, and the way he's going to work. And we believe in our team and it takes a total team um, offensively, defensively. You got to have balance. You have to be able to run the ball. You have to have playmakers and you have to be able to rush the quarterback and take the ball away on defense and stop the run. So um, we believe we want to continue to make the total team better and that's going to help everyone. Well, what's Desmond Ritter's expectation level then? What do you got for me for this for this fall, we want him to look. My office actually faces, or, or I can look right out my window and, and see the field. And man, whatever. Every time I turn around, there's guys out there working, and, and, and they're they're doing their best to get better. And that's who Desmond is, and, and he's a worker. And you look at he wasn't highly recruited coming out, and all he did was went to Cincinnati and became one of the winningest um, quarterbacks in college football. And no one will say that anything was given to him. He earned everything that that he got, and we expect the same with him here. And he has that mindset. He's going to earn everything he gets. And and we love our team. We love the character and identity of our team, and he fits right in that. So then let me ask you this this way then. I mean, you had so many options. Arthur, when he was on uh, last month, said, of course you guys talked about Lamar Jackson. You talk about everything, yeah. and then you made the, your decision. And then you kicked the tires, I'm sure, on a ton of kids in this year's draft at the quarterback position. Um, had them in for visits and things of that nature. Why did you eventually land on Desmond Ritter as your guy? Yeah, well, it's about just what you said. You have to weigh him out, and you have to go through that process with, with every, whether you're talking about draft picks or a lot of talented uh, quarterbacks in this draft, and same thing through free agency. There are a lot of talented players, and you have to go through that process and weigh, weigh it out. And you're always thinking about how you're going to affect the total team, and there are different blueprints to do this. And um, some teams can pay a lot of money to quarterback, and um, and some teams can have a quarterback on a rookie contract or have a mid-tier. There's a lot of different blueprints, and teams have had success in every way. So it's our job to weigh everything out, and we do that, and we will, we'll continue to do that. Uh, but for us, with, with where we are right now, um, we're very excited about, again, not just Desmond, but the total team. Okay. And then, you know, the division, Brady's gone. It seems completely wide open for you to take. You could have even had it last year. Um, you know, if not for, uh, you know, many things, obviously, but a roughing the passer penalty that took place in, in a game uh, in Tampa. Did you guys weigh in on that subject matter at all about having roughing the passer in any way, shape, or form reviewed? Did you weigh in on that yeah, subject? We go through the process. You know, there's a, a well-defined process through the league that, yeah. that you have to go through, and and, and, and we, we did that. We went through that whole process. But the way we look at it is, Look, if you're one play away um, and you lose, or you're, sometimes you're going to get the coin flip, sometimes you're not. You, you, you know, And so um, we can only control the things that we can control, okay. and, and, and that's where we always focus. Um, but we really are. We, we truly believe in our building, the, the mindset of our building, whether we're talking about the staff, the coaches, the players, we come in here every day and do the very best we can to get better. And so we really believe that uh, last year, the year before, we worked as hard as we could to, to, to maximize, to fight and claw and scratch and try to win every single game we could. And we really believe in our staff and we believe in our team at this point. And I know we're going to do the same thing this year. We're going to show up. We're going to control what we can control. 
Um, we're going to try to win every day, and, and every time we go out there when they roll the ball out, I, I know we're going to fight and claw to the end. That's my bad. I, I didn't want to ask that question in a way where your answer might be construed as you're making excuses. Do you want passenger in, pass, roughing the passer reviewed as a member of the Atlanta Falcons organization? Terry Fountain or not? What do you think? I got it. it, it, it that's, that's a great question. I mean, um, it, it's Man, you always look at ways to. You don't want to. You never want to slow down the game. And mm-hmm. look, the referees—they have a, a hard enough job. They have a really hard job to do. Right. Um, I haven't thought about it a lot. To okay. be completely honest with you, I would say probably if it affects us in a positive way, then I'd want it to help <laughs> us. But I wouldn't want it. <laughs> Good answer, Terry Fontenot. <laughs> Good answer. Whatever helps us the most. That's all, that's all we care about. Okay. Um, so we're, we're, did you catch the part of the uh, NFL Network draft coverage when the Atlanta Falcons superfan Vinny Dorsey stepped to the stage and announced, Vinny I believe, your seventh-round draft choice, right? Vinny announced your seventh-round draft choice. Uh, he welcomed Javon Gwynn to the NFL, and then he got heckled. Yeah. He got heckled. Yeah. Did you catch that one? And look Tell how me. he handled it, man. Isn't he a stud? Yeah. Have you had Vinny? Have you had him on your show yet? I need him. I'll, I'll take him. Uh, you you know, get him on your show, man. That's impressive. Do it. Do the video. Oh. Right. Get him on your show on a video so he can wear that suit. That thing's outstanding. I I, I need to get a suit made like that. But, yeah, I know. But you love that. But like, look, we do. We have a really our fan base is is we have a really passionate fan base, mm-hmm. and and that he kind of epitomizes like when he's up there and. Okay, people can heckle and they can say whatever they want, but I, I love that man because I feel like that's the type of team we have too. Did we, we have a tough, aggressive team? Yeah, and and we will challenge anybody at any point, and um, it's cool to see him up there doing that. But you need to get him on your show. Yeah, no, it seems like that Arthur Smith would have responded the same way. Yeah, we never heard that one before. But uh, yeah. in in <laughs> do we do we know uh, was was it a Saint fan or Patriot fan who heckled him? Do we know the the DNA of any of this, Terry? Do you know? I don't know. Okay, we got to find that out. Yeah, that's a good out. question. Maybe you can find out. I'm on it. I'll be on that. You've got other you've got other <laughs> fish to fry. Thanks for the call, Terry. I greatly appreciate it. Let's do this more often. Say hi to my buddy Arthur for me, will you please? I will. And by the I, way, I you know, appreciate you. you know what? Um, it, but but it, we need to get you okay. a running coach. Mm-hmm. Um, get your you, you're not. It's, I think it's a flexibility thing. I, I really do. Um, but we can get you back sub okay. sub six. Okay. This year and you'll raise even more money. Okay. How about this? I'll get a running coach if you get Arthur Smith a smiling coach. Can you do that for me? Wow. Smile. <laughs> yeah, smiling ah, coach. Man, I teach him how to that. smile. I mean, I, the, the, the photograph at the at the uh, uh, at the owners' meeting of all the coaches. I mean, you know, he just looked like you know. You've got to tell his face to be happy. You know what I mean? <laughs> i gotta look. I got to look at the picture. Was he oh. angry in that picture? Well, I think it's just that I, I personally think, again, I don't know him all that well. I just think this is his default look, you know, which is just like he, 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 he said he had things to do. He didn't want to like, you know, what am I doing here? The sun's in his eyes. He's in the third row because he's really tall. And he's just like, what's happening? You know, like that's what so it seemed he like is, to me. Okay, so he, he's an intense. He, he is. Yep. He's very intense. Yeah. Um, very smart, yes. but he's, when you're around him and uh, I mean, I'm sure you've been around him a little bit, but mm-hmm. he's got a really good personality. Yes. He's actually funny yes. and, um, he, he's, he's more laid back than you think, but mm-hmm. he, he just, he loves to win and, and he wants to do everything he can. That's what I love about him. He wants to do anything he can to, to win at every cost. And he is very, like if, if someone, whether it's a, he, he loves the coach, our coaches, our staff, our players. And he wants to do the very best he can for them. So um, 
he maybe that is his default. But I think so. He, he does smile sometimes. Because I did get the sense, like, why am I taking a picture? How does that help me win? Like, <laughs> so that I believe, like, that's what's happening, which is why he needs a smiling coach. That's what I'm saying. That's, I need a running coach. He needs a smiling coach. And I think that's we should probably just, what he was thinking, right? Okay, then. exactly. exactly like, I've got to take this picture. How does this help me win for the Atlanta Falcons? So I think that that's I it. think we've all come to a conclusion. I need a running coach. He needs a smiling coach. So let's just like do it. Thanks, Terry. Greatly appreciate it. You take Thanks. care. Talk to you soon, That's right. That's Terry Fontenot, everybody, of the Atlanta Falcons right here on the Rich Eisen Show. And uh, it was a fun chat. I feel and like he wanted to keep chatting. Uh, you, you know, know what? Is, you know, the opposite, opposite of Tom Telesco. Yeah. But right. in all fairness, that interview was about 17 minutes. If this was another uh, five minutes, you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you. Plus, you couldn't take that chance. I couldn't. No, I had to get out. No, this you, this you, one I had to get out yeah, early. Yeah, you know, you could, you could. I have asked, by the way, uh, I don't know if we've received this <laughs> Better yet. to leave early than stay too late. I, I, what's coming back from the Rich Eisen Show production staff is, in fact, the drop of Tom Teleska saying, all right, Rich, you take care. Okay. <laughs> all right, hey. Thanks, man. I want to hear that one more time. <laughs> We'll have that as a drop that you can you can play whenever you want, and so can Jay Felly whenever you think I've gone on too long. Tom Telesco was like Tom Wamsgans, kicking everyone out. Oh, of yeah, good night. Everybody, you got to go. Uh, spoiler alert. I don't even know who that is. It's 48 hours, only 48 hours. <laughs> Succession has been amazing. All right, uh, we'll take a break. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Still to come on this program, Kenny the Jet Smith. Talking NBA playoffs and more. When we come back, we find out which Pro Bowler's mom reveals something else about the schedule. <laughs> Battle Creek, Michigan, 1963. Kellogg's and Post, sworn cereal rivals, race to create a pastry that will change the face of breakfast forever. A wildly imaginative tale of ambition, betrayal, and menacing milkmen, sweetened with artificial ingredients. Unfrosted stars Jerry Seinfeld in his directorial film debut. It features a supporting cast of comedy greats, including Melissa McCarthy, Jim Gaffigan, Hugh Grant, Amy Schumer, Max Greenfield, Christian Slater, Sarah Cooper, Bill Burr, and many more. Streaming right now on Netflix. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests is removed when you buy playoff tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Back on the air, I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Great chats with the general managers of the Chargers and the Falcons, um, Tom Telesco and also Terry Fontenot. Terry Fontenot drafting a running back eighth overall and Tom Telesco having a contractual set to, it appears, 
with his veteran running back who means so much to the team. And uh, telling Austin Eckler a contract will be coming shortly um, somewhere else <laughs> if he wants to go seek it. Oof. Which is a rough one to tell somebody yeah, like right. Austin Eckler. And it seems there are some hard feelings for sure. So it's just a fascinating subject matter to me, the running back position in the NFL. And I don't, honestly, I just don't get it. When you've got somebody like Eckler, I'd want to keep him there for as long as possible. You know, but I, I, it must be the case where they have the metrics, you see it all. You hit age 30, and it's a totally different story. And why do you want to pay somebody when you can get similar close to numbers out of the draft? And then you see somebody like the Falcons say, B. John Robinson, eighth overall, even though we have a, a host of running backs that might have been available on fantasy waiver wires, but has one of the more stout running attacks in the league. You heard Terry Fontenot say positionless football. Cordell Patterson might be the... The Most face of yeah. positionless football. Absolutely. And so they they make some serious hay with him. And Kyle Pitts might be a tight end because he's so damn big. But, you know, you can run him like a wide receiver outside the numbers. And then there's a name that's still sitting out there right now here on the second Tuesday of May. What about Ezekiel Elliott? Yeah. Where's he going to play football this no fall? I have a feeling he's going to end up back with us. I, I don't here on the Rich Eisen show? Well, that wouldn't be bad too. I mean, we do need it. We do need when he means on, oh, on the goal. I don't know. Are you playing for the Cowboys now? Are we doing that now all of a sudden? Are we gonna start doing okay? Cool. So by the okay, way, cool. I wouldn't I wouldn't dispute that notion. <laughs> not not that, that that he shows back up. He can damn start. act together. Why wouldn't the Bears go get him? I just think that at some point this summer, I guess, right? Wouldn't it have to be this summer? Think before on the outside camp, of training. Yeah. But also, middle of training camp, he just can just stay in shape. Who the hell wants to go sit in some dormitory and share a That's cinder true. block room, you know, with a with a with a with an air conditioner hanging out the window? <laughs> Doesn't sound good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, honestly, I just described a lot of... Oh, yeah. Of um, training camp situations. Double you're bed. On a, you're That's, in a dorm on some college, college campus? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Doesn't sound Why right. would you do that if you don't have to? But when you don't have a job, True. You, you might have to do what you got to do. But Ezekiel Elliott is – the state of the running back position, Austin Eckler, 18 touchdowns last year. 18. Did you hear the number I just said? A lot. That's a lot. Okay. And in the last two years, almost 40. All right? He – he was told, go seek a trade. He's still on the Chargers. But they love him. The Atlanta, of course they do. Why wouldn't you? Because he's great human and great. He's a red zone threat and a human being to the max. He had 107 catches last year. He is an uh, amazing player with a huge role to play on this team. Mm. They need him. And they have him, which is their point. And then you've got another team that drafts a running back top ten, and Ezekiel Elliott's sitting at home. You tell me. I, I don't. I don't. I don't get it. The running back position is weird and wild, and the defending Super Bowl champs, stuff. leading rush, leading rusher 
last year was a uh, seventh round rookie. Go figure. The hell going on? Thank you. <laughs> Apparently, I heard Pacheco also played last year. Did you see his brought with like a torn pec or, or something during the Super Bowl? He had played injured. Also lost amongst the uh, the the last a few weeks. Broken hand in a torn labrum. Sorry, is, Rich. Uh, Jarek McKinnon returns to um, Kansas City. How important was he down this? <laughs> he was incredible. He had, he had to have won people fantasy leagues. He was incredible. Yeah. What, what's this mean for Clyde, then, you think? I don't know. He can get his fifth option, fifth year picked up. So, hey, look, there are a few teams that can easily survive the missing of a first-round draft choice, <laughs> and the Kansas City Chiefs are one of them. 49ers oh, yeah. appear to be another, you know, so we'll see. Here's another we'll see. Two days from now, we find out the schedule. I just found out in a commercial break. Uh, I'm just telling all tales out of school about the, uh, the schedule release show. Did you get your release? Uh, I have not signed my release, so I can get the schedule released to me earlier. Do than you the have the waiver release. in hand, though? Yeah, do I don't have a waiver. I, yeah, it's, I, I, I haven't read the fine print. Gotcha. Oh, you got but it. you do have it. You have oh, seen it's it. two pages. Ooh, whoa. This is yeah, oh, not yeah. a game, Rich. This is not a game. This is not a game. Donna Kelsey. And it's responded. not practice either. Uh -oh. <laughs> responded to us. Did she really? Yeah. What'd you write on out Twitter? There? I posted the video. Oh. <laughs> she wrote back. It was already out in the Kansas City Star on May fourth. Oh. I'm not privy to anything. <laughs> Lol. Oh, I love Mama Kelsey. Is she upset with us now? No, she laughed. Yeah. Okay. She laughed, she laughed twice. We got a ha ha and an lol. Great. Yeah. I'll take See? it. Yeah. We love the Kelseys. Please. She's very. She's fine. It's a Kelsey friendly program. Yes. <laughs> yes. Come on. So, um, Sons at any rate, we love you, Donna. Yeah. You know, and so, um, here's another thing I've, I found it uh, scheduled to appear uh, on our schedule release show. One, Joe Willie Namath. Oh, who signed the waiver for the schedule? <laughs> <laughs> why doesn't Aaron want number 12? Hey, why does the league have to lawyer up to give the schedule to their host? Huh? Are you allowed to say that? I just did, I oh, guess. Uh-oh. Number eight looks weird. I, I thought I'd take the 12 off take my back. I do know one thing. The networks definitely know what's happening. So well, here they it, have so, to, right? So, so some, if they don't release Somebody it. knows. Put the, put the Jets schedule the up here. definitely do. The Jets will have every maximum of games five. that you can have. You can have six if it's flexed into. There will be five scheduled nationally televised Jets games this year. They will get the full max. I'm going to do my best here to predict them right now. Give you me NFL little, Films music. I, I need Films you, music. I, I don't know you. anything, as you I'm know. And, <laughs> and, 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 and the proof of that is I have yet to sign my waiver. I don't know anything. I'm what nervous do I know? for you now. You what might not be able to say this. What do I know? Because I don't know anything because I haven't signed my waiver yet, and my mother does not subscribe to the Kansas City Star. <laughs> <laughs> she, doesn't, she, doesn't, she doesn't get it here in Los Angeles. <laughs> Careful, TJ. You can take TJ right now if you want, Hoskins. Because he just, he almost spit take here. Careful. I shouldn't. Careful. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Careful. Fantastic. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here are the five. <laughs> Just for you, TJ Jefferson. We should all try this. Put it up. 
Put it up here. <laughs> Without a doubt, Aaron Rodgers is the Dallas Cowboys is a nationally televised game. I mean, obviously. Yeah, okay. yes. That is a nationally televised game. I'm going to take one of the two Patriot games. It's going to be nationally televised. You All right, and I will take one of the Rogers. two. One of the two Bills games will be nationally yeah, televised. I like that. That leaves me two more. Ooh. Mahomes at at Rogers is another nationally televised oh, game, yeah. and I'll go. I'll go Hertz at Rogers. Yeah, I like that. Clearly, I like that. And then we're going to get a flex of some sort. I like that. They're gonna get, they're, we're going to get a late December game, maybe Dolphins. against, no. Dolphins no. flex. No, 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 no. The Dolphins, they're not going to flex. Put it out one more time. I'm going to go a flex game because they're going to put one in December. That's going to be. That's Let's ride maybe one of them. I'm serious. It, what, the game at Denver might be one of them. I like the list. Because you got to have a game that, that, that you'll flex into because you think it's going to be worth something. And... A broadcaster I won't put their chip on it, David protecting it early on. Yep. If that's still the way, I, the rules changed left and right. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I might be giving you outdated rules. I will say Rogers. I, I don't like the Browns. Browns should be. I think the Dolphins. Are like a late, a late, a late season Browns or late season Giants. Although you can't do that because I've already put two NFC East games yeah, and two AFC East that. games. In the in in the possibility of being flexed, uh, yeah, I, 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 maybe you throw Herbert in there, but I think it I think it might be Let's Ride Jets Let's ride. in Denver, like yeah. Rodgers, Russell Wilson. There's NFC playoff history there, championship game history. If you remember the the one where the Packers had Russ dead to rights, and then the onside kick. Sorry to go down this memory lane for the Packers fans there. What do you think? I, I think you're, you're on. on. You got five games. Jets, the only question is, will Jets at Cowboys be right out of the box, oh. Sunday night football, week oh. one, or will it be the Thanksgiving game? Ooh. That's the only question. Jets ever played on Thanksgiving? Um, oh, wow. I'm sure they have. I just don't remember the last time it happened. We did a game. Oh, dude, wait a minute. A the butt fumble was on Thanksgiving. Yeah, we did. I didn't want to bring it up. Yes. I didn't want to say it. It's all right. I didn't. Want I to completely say forgot Gee, that was. Can I remember? I'm sorry. I forgot. <laughs> my head was completely up my ass. <laughs> didn't we do an NFL Network a game? On that Thanksgiving? was the, that was the night game. The butt. Fumble. I completely forgot. That it was, was a night. It was the, the NBC night, night game. Yeah, it was the, night the, game. the Jets have never played oh, on. Sweet, it was the Giants. I remember. The Giants. The, I think the last game that I visited as a member of NFL Network for the Jets was Jets on a Thursday night in Denver where Tim Tebow, I watched Tebow time materialize in person. It's a real, it was a real thing, folks. The Jets and the Broncos played a terrible game. There was hardly any touchdowns. Tebow looked like he was throwing it with his feet. They were booing him. I'm not kidding. It was bad. I remember you told me. It literally looked like he was taking his foot and gripping the football and winging it with his foot. It wasn't good. <laughs> Whatever his off foot was, too. Not even his, 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 his right foot. His weak foot. Was, uh, not great. He was making weak-footed throws. That's how they were flying into the stands, and people were booing him. And then I swear to you, with four minutes to go, the guy became John Elway. In front of my eyes, I remember and they beat game. the Jets. I remember I was there. I remember that. Uh, I, I, Tebow time was, a, was real, people. I saw it. Steelers fans know too. Yeah. 
RIP Demarius Thomas. That's correct. Yeah. That was the first game with the new overtime rules in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Jim Nance was barely finished telling you the new rules that a touchdown on the first possession wins and that ball went over the middle to Demarius Thomas and he went the distance. He took and off. of course, of God. course, of course, as always, that provided the Patriots with the break they wanted. <laughs> because instead of the Steelers going to visit him. Yeah, and then Tebow came to visit him. And the next and, week. And did was, Brady, uh, speaking of breaking something off, <laughs> Brady and the Patriots broke something off significantly, where I think it's still lost where they broke it off in in that game. Correct? Uh, final score, 45-10. to 10. Oh, oh. It was That's snowing a- that day, too. It was a snow game. I watched, I watched that at a Vegas casino. Trust me, any Jet fan <laughs> will just recall the number of times, the number of times the Patriots got oh, some sort of a break. But Chris, those they also memories are nah, going to be all also, you have, man. You got to give it up. You had a, they also had to cash them in, though. Oof. They cashed every last one Same of them. Same day, in. that amazing uh, Alex Smith, Drew Brees playoff game. Oh, 36 32 Niners. Yeah. That was amazing. Same Alex game. Smith was terrific in that yeah. game, by the way. It was like the Owens catch, take two. Yeah. Right? Alex Smith With, was uh, terrific Davis. in that playoff yeah, game. Great game. Football's great. Uh, yes, you could say that again. I say it, Rich. I love it. And you don't have to sign a waiver. I don't. <laughs> okay. It's not two pages long. <laughs> I was ready. I was all 844-204-RICH. Number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. We will take a break. Coming up in hour number three, Kenny the Jet Smith is Oof. joining us to talk NBA Kenny. playoffs. We'll take a break. We'll be back with more in a moment. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network, uh, we're experiencing technical difficulties um, with uh, um, our phone lines. Um, there's a reason why we look down and we we're, we're not getting any phone calls, is, right. uh, because you're if you're here. It, the the the, the number that we're, we've been giving out for eight plus years, long time, is currently not working, and it, it basically tells everybody and it makes it sound like I haven't paid my bills, <laughs> yep. and I have, I am, I do. I'm uh, I'm uh, a member in good standing. So we're working on it. 
And maybe I may have an idea. What'd you do, Mike? Oh. Did you unplug it? No, I. I is it like idea. is it is it like the airplane thing. where somebody unplugs it and Leon's getting larger? I think we should just yeah. give out your number, Mike. What do you got? No, they try to get enough <laughs> calls. Of, of uh, I'm gonna check something in the back. Why don't you check something in the back? I got a minute. Yeah, go All for right. it, Mike. Hey, Set it. Forget it. This just shows you. Mike Tifo, shut your mic off. He's going to go set something in the back. Tremendous. And while Mike goes and fixes whatever might be happening right now, you're jogging. uh, Whatever he's happening right now. We are now officially able to talk about Mike Del Tufo as if he's not here, which is really, (laughs) by the way, there's nothing wrong with the phone lines. I just try to get Mike the hell out of here. We could have talked about him while he was sitting here. It's not like he's listening anyway. We do that in. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) What's going on here? (laughs) Hell going on. Ah, yeah, we don't got Mike to do the drops. I'll just do them. So we're getting a bunch of tweets and we're getting texts. You're getting texts from well, some uh, regular, yeah. you know. Shout out to shout out to Al, Al in Dallas. Dallas. Like, hey, uh, wondering what's going on. Letting us know what's <laughs> yeah. happening. So did I not sign the waiver for the phone to work? <laughs> how many waivers do we have to sign? I don't know how many here. waivers. I'm signing a lot of stuff. Signing oh, a lot of stuff. Okay. When was the last time the Jets had four more nationally televised games than the New England Patriots? Because that's coming. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that's coming. Never. When was the last time the only Patriots nationally televised game was against the Jets? That might be this year. I think it's coming. Unless for some reason. I don't know, though. You, you well, guys are insanely popular. But something might There's get There's jerseys all over the place. There's, you know, yeah, you, true, guys, but, uh, you guys and gals. I, mean, I don't know, maybe. From the Patriots world are all over the country. Something might get flexed later on, but we'll probably only have one scheduled. Right. So while we're just waiting for Mike Del Tufo to handle all this stuff, <laughs> this is a good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, what happened with um, Scott Foster last night? Yeah. Because I'll tell you well, what. Hold on a second. Jeez. The NBA official who gets the most amount of grief as if he's doing things just for himself or he's doing things just to point out who he is and how important he is in the world and also how also you think he's taking directives from some murky figure in the league office who puts their finger on the scale for either television purposes or for any other purposes. <laughs> what, what happened to uh, Scott Foster last night? You said that he was going to ensure that the Warriors and Lakers goes seven. Like and that, last night yeah. he had many opportunities. He did. And instead what he did, you know what he did? He he refed a pretty damn good basketball he game did. last night. He did. It was actually a really good game. Um, you can't. Out of see, him. See, here's the deal. Here's the thing. Scott Foster can only do so much. He's only oh, one man with a whistle. He needs some help on the other end. Like, you know, say a guy goes three of 14 from three. Like Clay. Or, um... Or when another guy who you gave $30 million to is 0 for 4 in 10 minutes. Jordan Poole. He can't really, you know. He can't work with that. Things. He can't work with that. Yeah, you know, you, you, got, ing- you got ingredients and, and you got a final product Although, you're going for. And on the final yeah. jump ball that occurred. <laughs> I'm trying. On the final I jump see, ball I that see. occurred <laughs> at center court. Um. LeBron could have easily been called for shoving Steph down onto the floor. And Scott Foster was staring right at it and ate his whistle. Good. He could have easily put Steph on the line. Steph could have made the first, purposely missed the second, and who knows what would happen with a 
where the ball popped up in the air and then suddenly we could have had overtime, which is what, by the way, I wanted. Although it was a really late night for the Eisen household. We had every, all the kids wanted to stay up and watch. Overtime, that game. School night. Bad shooting night. I mean, look, the Warriors were 12 of 41 from three. The Lakers. Lakers. Big free throw advantage. Made all 20. 20 for 20. They were great from the line. Big Austin Reeves night. Look, the Lakers were just better last night. Plain and simple. I don't think the officiating, as much as I was kind of tongue-in-cheeking it yesterday with Chris Mannix, like, wouldn't have been a factor. Mm-hmm. The Lakers were better. What's your time. tongue? You were just yeah, cheeking I don't know it. that that was tongue-in-cheek. You were tonguing it. You were, you were using you, you your were tongue. You were saying it with your chest, chest, actually. I did really think all that was going to happen. <laughs> I know that. You but thought for sure thought Anthony for sure. Davis would have two fouls after the first quarter, and he had zero. He played great. 23-15 last night. But like you said, this is not an exact science, right? Not an exact science. Sometimes you miss. <laughs> What were you able to do with the phone lines, Mike? Anything? Uh, no, okay. I reset. Well, let's double check. On... No. No, no, it's it's still we, we appreciate everybody's uh, patience. All right. Tweet us. Yeah. At Rich Eisen Show, and we'll answer your questions on a tweet. How about that? Yeah. We'll yeah, read, we'll do it old school. Somebody yeah. send a question real quick. Or send a, yeah, send up a flare wherever you are in the United States. A mailbag? We'll, we'll, we'll notice it. Let's see who's the first one who's going to do this. Okay. Um, we like old, old school Nintendo. Should we just like blow some air? <laughs> right. Oh, oh, in the cartridge? Yeah. The, just a, <laughs> Did you turn it off and turn it back on again? Because that's the way I handle that's things. That's how I, that was the first thing. Mike Hoskin You did actually, that first? Yes, that was, of course, when Mike kind of, I fixed it before like that. So I was kind of like, maybe that will work. You fixed what before? The phone phone? Yeah, you literally you turned it off and turned it back on again? back and reset it and it came back. Yeah, but Mike, week. people are getting a message that says uh, it, it's, it's The number is disconnected. Yeah. It does, it's no longer at working order. At least they're admitting it used to work. I'm sickened right now. Before somebody pulled the, the plug on us. the phone lines are down, I get... That's I mean, Adam has nothing to do in the back. Right? <laughs> What's he doing back there then? Wait a minute. Here's Adam, my question. It just hit me. If the phones okay. haven't been working for two days, what has he been doing? He's been wondering why no he, one's he, called. He, he <laughs> hold on. Hold on. He, Where I go is back, everybody? I go back there and he goes, I just I just thought nobody was calling. Adam, I just thought we this were is sending, your gig. Like, no, 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 listen, listen, you can't kidding, blame him. No, I'm not blaming him. I'm joking. Well, we're kind of just doing that. We could blame him. I mean, I mean you could. You could, you could wonder why he, an alarm wasn't raised yeah. within him, is what I'm Which saying. Which is what? Maybe we're that, just. Wow, well, wait a minute. Maybe, I take maybe the show's. phone calls a day, and now all yeah. of a sudden the phone hasn't rang in 48 yeah, like hours. If you're working in the pizzeria, you're waiting for an order, you're hanging out, yeah. and the phone's not ringing, and you're like, why is no one calling for pizzas? By the way, gotta, he yeah. just said the word very New Jersey way. Pizzeria. 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 People around the country said, oh, man, I wish I could call up and say it's called pizzeria. No, it's a pizzeria. 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 (laughs) I'm with Del Tufo on that. You know, us East Coasters, that's how we think. Yeah. One thing that Tom Telesco's not doing now is watching NFL Network. They're replaying the uh, wild card game. No. Hey, thanks for having me on. This is when 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 you've gone two questions too long. This is what the guest says. Hey, thanks for having me on. There you go. Hey, thanks for having me on. (laughs) Sorry, folks. That's when I knew in high school I had no shot with the girl I was calling. (laughs) 
when she said, it. Hey, right. thanks for having me on. That's what, well, she didn't say that. She'd be like, all right, I'm going to let you go. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That I'll is let it. You yeah. Go. Yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. wait, wait a minute. What is it? Do you ever do that on the phone? I'll, I'll let you go. I'll yep. let you go. That's right, when you know I it's over. I haven't so. indicated I wish to be let go. Right. <laughs> but I have. <laughs> I did that yesterday to somebody. I got, oh, you know, so I'm going to let you go. go. So clearly I'm still wearing these scars of inviting, you know, people to the prom. What was her name? What was her name? I'm not going to go there. Oh. She's probably watching right people now. Have fa- fe- people have Facebook accounts, man. I know. That was going to go on her page it. right now. I draw the line at that. So. But I'll let you go. <laughs> that's what Tom Telesco did to me. That's, like, how, that's how you should sign off on the show like, every day from now on. Uh, hey. <laughs> I'll let hey, you go. Thanks for having me on. Hey, thanks. Play that one more time. Hey, thanks for having me on. That's what he said. Yep. He's, he was done. <laughs> okay, so Kenny the Jet Smith is going to join us in our number three of this program. He and the NBA on TNT crew tonight have not one but two game fives, Sixers and Celtics. Oh, baby. I don't even want to watch. Yeah, Brockman and I have been texting. Watch. We might not watch this game. Why? I don't watch. Because my heart was palpitating so hard that last game. I'm like, I don't think this is healthy for me. So and I don't think is, I want to like, watch even it. Even if we have a 15-point lead, we're going to do something stupid, and then it's going to be a close game at the end. I'm not going to be able to tell me pacing Gosh. around the house. The and I'm going to be mad because James Harden's going to have like eight points today, and I'm going to be like, what Rich, happened? You might be bad. These guys are mad. They're, te- they're getting the, upset. Their team's the team's irrelevant. The Yankees suck right now, and they're not even sniffing. And this is a playoff game, and he's yeah. talking about the judge is coming back tonight, though. So it's yeah, all about the judge. He's back tonight. Yeah. yeah. But we'll honestly, I don't I mean, um, don't I'm, I'm kind of embarrassed to even have Kenny the Jet Smith on with this attitude. I'm talking to fight like me and Chris. Increased, like just talking about it. Yeah. I don't know what the hell's but, happening here. 